When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we, we are rolling sevens here on Hoops of Jason. Last week we had Mike Brown. This week we got Jamal Mosley from the Orlando Magic, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the resurgent Orlando Magic, Marcus Thompson. Yay, yay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With oh this goodness. You got everybody talking, Jamal, your squad, 12 and 4. But as you know, because y'all were doing it the second half of last year, the defensive piece, my God, y'all are disruptive you know what i'm saying and it's bully i know it's by design but it's uh, yeah just bullying but it's still see i'm sure it's uh you know it's what it's the it's our identity and that's what we've talked about from from day one like it's who we are it's the 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 guys we have that are capable of doing it and you got a bunch of guys that want to defend they want to sit down and guard you have three guys that looking i want to make the all defensive team guys like jonathan isaac's like i want to try you can look at try to get defensive player of the year Guys like that that want to defend and you have the pieces in place, it 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 does wonders for you know the defense. How do you how do you find guys in this era that want to defend? It is so hard to find guys that want to do that on a regular basis. Well, you know, my credit goes to Jeff and his group for the for the guys that they bring in. They bring in guys that are capable with length to defend basketball IQs that understand the game. So even if you're not as physically capable at times, you understand positioning, you understand where to be on the floor. And then the concepts that we've put in place, we don't treat it like rocket science. You know, sit down, can you guard your man? Are you going to be there and your help early? The the ability just to break down and be in a stance. Uh, Those are little things that kind of get overlooked, but we have guys that are willing and wanting to do it. You know, this defense thing is so like, tricky because you know nowadays it's about getting a bucket man everybody want to get a bucket like when you were building this because you know this didn't start this year and if anybody watched if anybody watched the magic y'all been this foundation's been set for a while when you when you think of like the building blocks like where where do you start from uh because now the culture is there a guy steps in like he already know you better lock up like where did that begin? I know you have some veterans like Gary Harris at the beginning. Like, how do you build from the beginning a good defense? Well, you you listen to what they've been through. You, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Gary because he talked about how good they were, you know, when he was with Denver, you know, to sit, being able to sit down and guard and how much a pressure can you apply to the guards and get away with it, right? How how early can you help, you know, on defense on the on the as the low man as protecting the rim. And the great part about it, too, is that we've always, you know, listened to our analytic team in a lot of ways and said, what are the things that we can be good at and that helps take away from what other teams do? And that, that, that's a big portion of it. It's, a, you know, collaboration and communication with everybody on board. So we're all like, man, you know, me and D.A., we've talked about the magic. We're Last year, we like, yo, this is coming. 
do you feel like we're here or you one of them like, man, we still ain't there yet. Like we still ain't done nothing yet. Well, being in the league for this long and knowing the way the ups and downs and the flows of the league happens, you just say you stick with what you're doing and I leave it at that. You know, I be because I think you start to think you arrived and you're humbled quick, right? You tar- start to think you're too far down and you can you can beat yourself down. So I think with us, since the moment we've arrived as a coaching staff and what Jeff and his team have put in place is we've been the same. We've had the same joy in every practice. We work the same way every single day. I had to kick guys out of the gym when we were 22 and whatever, and I'm still having to kick guys out of the gym to get some rest when we're winning games in this way. So the culture in which we've created it has not changed because it's about these guys. Man, come on, D. I I need him to take his shirt off and go crazy. Like, yo, I told y'all I was nice. That's what I need. I need, I need you standing <laughs> on the scores table somewhere like – Ain't nobody right? believing us. You know what I'm saying? Give, give him the, the pet bam. Come on, coach. Give him that pet bam. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, you will not get that. I, was... <laughs> I want to go back on, on what you, you talked about with the analytics thing because I think that's so – it's so vital. Your buy-in is obvious, mm-hmm. but the translation some, – it sometimes gets lost in translation between – the people in analytics who most of whom are well-meaning and they're like, we just want to help the team win. We Here are numbers we think will help the team win. But you know, sometimes players ain't trying to hear that from somebody in a jacket. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so how, how did that communication get passed along to the players for them to go, okay, we'll try that. Cause, cause this does make sense. You have to give it to them. I think what, and mind you, our analytic team is great. They do a tremendous job of breaking it down to where I can understand it. And that's and that's special. So they tell you what is effective, like where are we giving up shots? What can we take away? And are we capable of doing it? Uh, is this a good shot for the team to, to shoot against us? And there's some luck, obviously, in certain things. But they were able to break it down to where we could see where our area was effective. Is that, is that better for us being a switching lineup or staying in our coverages? Um, and who's in coverage is better. And then there's the eye test that you you never forget the eye test. And so you have to see if it matches up and being able to match a lot of these things up is what's helped us. You know who uh, like really kind of embodies Orlando Magic basketball? And I know he's out right now, but uh, Wendell Carter Jr., man, that yeah. dude, he's like, I mean, he's like not small, obviously, but he's not he's not a seven footer. <laughs> But man, that, that's like a solid dude. Like he ain't scared of nothing. Like uh, you, you kind of built this thing on a dude who got that kind of like cut from that certain cloth, right? Just guys that are capable of doing a little bit of everything. You know, defensively, I can go. He can guard a one. He can guard a five. You know, we can. He's chased guys off pin downs. He's switched in the pick and roll. Offensively, and that's the thing about this team as well is that. You got guys that make decisions. You have IQs. You have basketball IQs on the floor. So to to that credit is that when you don't have the athletic skill, you have an IQ that can put you in position to do the right thing. Yeah. I, I am so glad, Marcus, they didn't give up on Suggs. I'm sitting there going, I know this kid is going to be a good pro. I know he's going to be a good pro. Like, they don't like give up 11. on this kid. Who be giving up on people who are like six months into their career? That's what like, I'm what saying. Are, what are we doing society, anyway? Right? Yeah. Right? Right? I was you, so, I was you so have glad to give these guys. You have to give each guy an opportunity to step into their journey because it's their story. It's their journey. You got to let them be and meet them where they are in that moment. 
And I think that's the part. If you if we say we're about growth and development and helping these guys get better, that's our job as coaches is to teach. And so you have to meet them where they are and help them grow into what you you could think they want to become as well as where you see them going. Right. So who is your who is your development team superstar, your staff superstar? Who's the guy that it's tough? I'm telling you, our staff is unbelievable. And so we got from from top down, it just goes like from our assistant coaches, you know, Jesse Mermis, Brett Brillmeyer, Dale Osborne, Randy Gregory, Lionel Chalmers, Tay, Tay Carter. We have a development team of guys that just gets it done. Like these guys are video room and court and they're working their tails off. And because of the background of player development and what I what I've saw, you know, you know how to help these guys get better to help the players get better. So it's about growing everybody. It's not just the players in, in general. It's got to be uh, it's got to be uh, uh, Randy Gregory because he's also playing defensive end for the 49ers. So I mean, oh, well, I'm, I'm managing, managing two jobs like that, boy, Man, that boy good. Nice like that. I'm working. <laughs> Very nice. No, the Randy yeah. Gregory for us is is, is is pretty awesome. Does a great I, job with our guys. Coach, who's the who's the player who you uh, you know, obviously the they're all talented, but who's the player you felt like, man, over this last year, two, three years, whatever? Like I've really seen this 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 cat, this person come a long way. This like professionalism come a long way. This player come a long way. Like who's the one who had you rolling your eyes at first, and now you're like, yeah, this is my dog. You just mentioned them. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I would have guessed Cole, but yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's Cole is no Cole is great. And they, they are all great. That's the thing that it's, it's hard to pinpoint one. Cause it's like, you have a piece of, from each guy that's doing something. You're like, wow, you get that. Right. Like Jalen took time. The game started to slow down with him. He started to register things, realized how good he could be defensively and embraced it. Cole, understanding how good he can be offensively as and a playmaker and then guarding the way he's guarded and accepting where he is, you know, coming off the bench. Growth. Like, that's what this team has done. They've all ex- accepted their responsibility to the team with being able to thrive in who they are. I want to get back to Suggs for a second because I'm just, I'm just obsessed with this because <laughs> – I talk, I mean, because I, I just remember before the draft and just talking to people who were on USA Basketball and just they said, this is like one of the great leaders we've ever seen of all the kids that have come through this program. He's like the best leader we've ever had, you know? And so knowing his background, his football background and all of that, taking Gonzaga to the final, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm like, yeah. no, yeah. but then you had to tell him, oh, by the way, we're going to move you off the ball now. <laughs> and yeah. I just like, I just wonder like how, how did you see that that would be better for him, but still allow him to do the things that he's good at? You just mentioned his leadership, but it's also his ability to understand what winning is. And he's won everywhere he's been football, basketball, yeah. college, AAU he's won. And I think what we they're, they're putting together is guys that understand what winning is. And winning is doing things that may not be comfortable for you in that moment, but you know it's the right thing for the team. And that's what each one of these guys has done. They register, listen, I know how good I can be. I could probably give you 25, 30 a night, 
But I also know in that same breath, that might not lead to what we are trying to do. And I think that's the great part of the characters that we have here. In in the process of building a team, like, is, is, do you find patience is tougher to come by now? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they can smell that they can beat anybody, right? They can taste like we're as good as anybody. But you've built this thing, right? Is it you find patience is since you're closer now, you're better. Is it harder or is it easier because you've already been through it and you learned it? Well, it, it's a nonstop, you know, lesson, you know, just constantly teaching. It's for our guys. That's why I keep giving praise to our coaches because they keep explaining to these guys every scenario is going to be different. And being able to go through it, at, you're learning. You're learning when you win. You're learning when you lose. So how do we do that every single day? And the patience piece, I really think our guys get it. They know how confident, how good they can be. But it's also the other side of how do you handle success? That's the biggest piece. They're not ready, huh, DA? They're about, they about to turn up now. Now you got to keep them off the club. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Off, like, you got to keep them off the gram, you know? Like, you know? <laughs> it is amazing that in this day and age, just all the things you got to deal with that have nothing to do with basketball. You know, but I just don't. <laughs> the great part about this group, they're so connected. They, they hold each other's feet to the fire. They hold each other accountable. And so yeah. when we're talking to them as coaches, they're hearing that, but then they're also being, it's being reinforced by the next person, the guy next to them. We're celebrating yeah. each other as well as yeah. holding each other accountable. So Jamal, well, I want to ask you, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Marcus. Well, I, I wanted you, I was hoping you could kind of contextualize, like what's, what's it taken for Marco Fultz to get back, to get here? Like what, how, how tough has this guy been? What kind of resilience have you seen? I mean, a lot of us don't know the story, the full. We know bits of it, but you've seen it behind the scenes. Like, how amazing is it that he's made it this, to this point? He is one of the most joyful, faithful, um, committed human beings I've been around. Uh, his care factor for the people around him is like nothing else I've seen. Uh, he cares about the guy next to him, and that, that's what it embodies. And then his work ethic to get back right um whenever there's an injury or whatever the case may be is he's a he's a workhorse and that's the great part about him he brings a sense of joy every time he steps in the building every time because he doesn't that that's what these guys lean on is that you, you can't take it for granted you can't can can we get a little bit more into that because that is the one of the things mark because i thought I, not that you couldn't, it was a challenge. I thought it was going to be a challenge for you. And it, and it probably still is a challenge. I was like, I love this team, but they got so many point guards. Like, like how can you keep everybody happy? You know, it's just it's human nature. The guys want the rock. That's what, so that's their identity. That's what they grew up as. I'm the guy with the ball in my hand. So how did you get Suggs and Markel and Cole and now Anthony Black to say, okay, maybe we can't all play to one at the same time, but we're all going to contribute. You just hit it, David. It's uh, you reframe it. You have to reframe it because everybody, everybody outside says, look, how do they do that? Because these guys are this, but I look at it like we can be pretty darn good because we have a bunch of high IQ decision makers that know what to do. And now with our coaches doing a great job of putting the concepts of what it is we want to do and how we can attack mismatches, how we can play with pace, how we can push the ball faster, how we can switch multiple positions because we have size. That's to our advantage. 
And and the guys have bought into that. That's what our advantage is. And we do it by committee. It's not just Franz, Paolo, Jalen, and, you know, Wendell or AB. It's everybody that's stepping in is ready to go, ready to go. We haven't even talked about Franz yet. Goodness gracious. <laughs> My goodness. <Wide> loaded, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so how have how have you seen his game evolve over the last couple of years to where he can take this high usage that he's on now or higher usage that he's on now? Well, you know, the best part with this group is that they they all take care of their bodies. So there's recovery, there's rest. They understand the, the load in which they're going to be given. Uh, and it always, to me, comes back to that basketball IQ. They They know how to play. You know, we've given them the why we do what we do. You know, this is what we do. And now they understand how to do it. And I think that's the biggest piece with this group. They're figuring that out on on their own term. Like the coaches, you can give them give them keys and whatever it is you need them to do, but they've got to grab a hold of it. And that and they've grabbed a hold of what it is that we're asking them to do. And so with Franz, he's probably got one of the highest basketball IQs of anybody I've seen in a while. Uh, he just reads the game, sees the game, both offensively and defensively. I'm most proud of how he's just turned this corner defensively, taking on defensive challenges, guarding whoever's necessary, and doing it the right way. Where and again, where, getting oh, go ahead, go ahead, Marcus. Where do you see Paolo's career going? Do you see him? I mean, obviously, basketball is so much more positionless now, but is the what you see from him, what he's going to be, or is like, are you working towards something as he builds his career while you build the team? Uh, I mean, Paulo, in so many ways, hasn't even scratched the surface. And, and I think because you you talked about Wendell, like embodying so many pieces of what the magic, who the magic are, um, Paulo represents that on, on a different level, right? Like his ability to pass the basketball, score the basketball at a high clip, get to the basket, get to the free throw line, shooting the ball well, defending multiple positions with a high, high, high basketball IQ. Like those are things that you don't put a cap on what he's capable of doing and he works at it. And he, and he comes from a phenomenal family that continues to push him. All right. I got to ask you this. Speaking of Paolo, because I ain't asked you this since how the hell did y'all keep that secret? <laughs> how did y'all keep that secret in this day and age? <laughs> <laughs> our guys they detail their work they detail their work when it comes down to it knowing to do the right thing at the right time and like i said i give credit to jeff and his group they do a tremendous job of that yo i mean what, that no no yeah. nah, nah, you could you did something like y'all had a yeah, right? secret <laughs> service or something like what no nah, you got you got well, some... I, I just told you how great our our analytic team was what they do right and then you put that on top of the scouts that have seen things talked to people heard things like it, but it were a bit the ability to keep it in house and do it the right way is what's supposed and, to be done and nobody doing omerta like y'all do omerta nah you need to, you need to sell it you need to put out the secret to sell that for 59.99 i need to see a commercial for how to stop you know at two o'clock in the morning with your face on as like, many one of me gms are in this clean, right? in this world you know what i'm saying my god it's, it's remarkable it's remarkable that y'all kept that quiet like, <laughs> That just doesn't happen in this league anymore, you know, that's, like that's used to. Beauty, that's the beauty of being able to, to, to grow this thing the right way. That's, yeah. I think, from top to bottom. 
Do you think it helped being in a market, and I don't mean, I'm not saying this is a pejorative at all, but a market like Orlando, where there's basically, well, there's two, I mean, the soccer team is there, but basically there's one team in town and it's the most important thing. And there's not, there's not as much competition um, for people's attention that there may have been in other cities. And that would lead a team to say, hey, let's make a splash and make ourselves more important by telling everybody what we're going to do. Mm. I, you know, Does that makes sense. That makes that makes sense. And I, and I think that's the beauty of being able to just say you're going to do it the right way. You don't you don't you're not doing it for the show. You're not doing it for the splash. You're doing it to do something sustainable. You're doing it for the people, the fans that are phenomenal here to say, right. you know, we're going to grow this thing and we want to do be able to do this for you for a long time because it's what you deserve. Um, you deserve to have it organically done the right way for a long period of time and having a big splash splashes for a moment and then you lose it and then you're looking at, oh, now what? Versus we've got a group of young men that are willing to do the right thing, play the right way, do it by committee, and it's what the fans can embrace. You know, one thing I've come to uh, recognize in my my time in the, in the Bay is what y'all producing in Milwaukee, man? I feel like the, 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 a lot of origin stories starting in Milwaukee. We had Jordan Poole, you got Kevon Looney, uh, they just got Brandon Pajemski, like, and, and then you got Latrell Sprewell from back in the day from like, yeah, and Ron Butler was from Karan Butler was from Racing. Ron Butler from Racing. You got Anthony Black who, who got you know Milwaukee right. ties. Y'all hooping right. out there, huh? <laughs> I, was born in, I was born in Milwaukee. You was born in Milwaukee, right? Like, how long yeah. did you? When did you leave? Because you ended up I was, in California. I right? left. I left right around the eighth grade, and then went to California. So I okay. got. I, I left. I didn't play high school basketball in Milwaukee. Where would you have gone? Uh, King Hamilton. No, I would have gone to actually with uh, my dad and his family. They went to Mesmer, so I'd have probably gone to Mesmer. Okay, yeah, you would have got yeah. cooked by Looney and them, huh? Yeah. No, my yeah. my best my best friends they they were all at Vincent, so they won a couple state championships at Vincent too. So it's okay. And me and Devin Harris have this conversation a lot. <laughs> yeah, man, man you know what? It's a lot of people from Milwaukee in the league. I'm uh, like, this is this is slept on area for hoop. I didn't realize this. Car- Marcus, you know, Karan used to tell me that he played against Tony Romo in high school. He said Tony Romo was nice in high know, school, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I would have never taken that. Are you saying right? Tony Romo? High, high, high athleticism, high basketball IQ. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. Makes sense. Al- along the lines, along those lines, you got to tell me what playing for the Seoul Samsung Thunders was like. What oh, was wow. that like? Oh, wow. <laughs> Speaking of, on that same team, was another guy from uh, Racine was uh, Alex Scales. Alex Scales was on. Okay, Alex was Alex on that Scales team. Okay, there. so it was it was great. It was a great experience to be able to go overseas and learn learn about the different cultures, how they view the game of basketball, um, just reading and and getting to know different people and different situations and organizations, and it just helps out so much to be able to see the game internationally. And how did you get out of that, out of your comfort zone? I'm sure you don't know any Korean going into it, right? Like, like man, he knew Korean barbecue. Right. <laughs> 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 they probably don't even have a Korean now that I think about it. 
Did they have Korean barbecue? They just call it barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> they just call it barbecue. They had, they, they had some great. They had some great food out there. Not gonna lie. Oh, I imagine it was, it's incredible. Uh, yeah. It was it, what it was was just learning to to expand what the game has done for all of us, right? Like it's taken us places we could never even fathom being or going, and embracing that and saying, you know what, it may be out of my comfort zone, but wh- why not be able to learn about a different culture, play with different guys, have this experience to be able to take back to family so they can understand what it's like. And that's what yeah. that was that was very important for me. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh yeah. any chance you got out to see Coach Prime? I didn't get out there. I'm, and I, I, I'm, I, saw, I'm, I saw Derek White out there. The, Derek the went, Chauncey went. All of our guys went back. And it was right at that time, I think I was going to go to the Colorado State game, and I never made it out. But like, okay. I just love what he's done for that group of guys. And it's just, it's the, the ability to believe in what you're capable of doing and meeting guys where they are and pushing them to do more. Listen, you, Marcus, you, you, you out you know, there for a minute. Yeah, you, you, know, you know the vibe. You, you, you were there, what, four years, right? You did four years there? I was there four years, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I, was, I got there on a Wednesday. Yep. And it looked like Boulder, Colorado. Thursday, <laughs> it looked like Boulder, Colorado. Friday, it started looking like Milwaukee. Saturday, it was straight on New Orleans. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe, maybe Friday night, it started turning Friday night, it was New Orleans. <laughs> it was wild to witness with my own eyes, like the same was, place uh, transformed. Just the, the energy, the energy is... Uh, is is a, is amazing. I'm just watching it from afar. The energy is fantastic. Like so good. It's so good for the city. So good for college yeah. basketball, football. I mean, it's just big yeah. time. And when he gets his own people in there, it's going. It's, it's a wrap. When he gets his folks in there. Yeah. Uh, now, I wanted to ask you about because um, I've talked to Chauncey a million times about Coach Patton and just what you mm. learned from Coach Patton and how you've taken that from in your coaching journey. Oh man, I mean, Coach Patton was is you know like a, a father figure. I mean, the way he pushed us to to be better, not just on the court, but off the court as men. Uh, I mean, the practices were no joke now, mind you, I'll tell you that. Like that was, there was a level of discipline and work that we were getting in every day that I hadn't seen before. But he also tested your limits on what you know you can do mentally, physically. Uh, he pushed us. I, I obviously still talk to him to this day about all the things that he sees, what he has seen, how we've grown he just he's such a special man and i mean he's changed the lives of so many young men and he and he still continues to to this day how long did it take you to get used to the altitude Ooh, felt like two years mm. i think it so. sounds like you still ain't used to it you have a flashback right there <laughs> and you started to talk about it. I started to feel you got a little PTSD up in there. <laughs> started wheezing and everything. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good, man. Yeah, that uh, had to be had to be something, man. I, I could. I don't know how y'all do. I don't know how the Nuggets do it. I know they get used to it, but still, that's. I mean, it's an advantage, big time advantage. Yeah. When I was coaching in Denver, that was that was a big time advantage, and George was phenomenal at like we're going to take advantage of that. We're going to run. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of altitude, right? Yeah, as this ascension is happening, like, do you get as a coach? Do you get like I like that spin? About- I like that spin. And that was good. Yeah. Da ain't never recognized my segue, man. Good. Like, come on, I gotta give you more love. I gotta give you more love for that for that, <laughs> that transition. Good. You know what I'm saying? It's a visual medium. You feel me? Uh, like, how as a coach, do you get? I, I know the players get excited about just the prospect of playoff basketball. This is what they've been doing. Do do you get excited about that, or is it important to like kind of 
keep the steady thing because you know it's a it's a different season essentially it's like another world and you know you're headed that way like how, how do you approach knowing like yo we're a good team and this is what's next for us well it goes back to never getting too high never getting too low you stay the same like our body of work stays the same our attitudes stay the same understanding what we have to do night in and night out and it's one game at a time and it sounds so cliche but that's the reality of the nba right you could go on a seven game win streak and go on a three game losing streak and you have to stay the same no matter what you're doing and just find out if you're doing the right things of your standard of play then you have to stick with that so not getting too high jumping into anything versus just letting these guys enjoy this moment but knowing we still have a body of work to do. Man, you just not going to fall for the man of tailpipe, huh? It just ain't happening. You know I, watched, I, watched, I watched that the other day, so that's probably why I'm jumping on this real quick. I, just, I thought I was not going to fall like, for cool. it. Is it. What you talking about? Like? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. There is the utmost of confidence in this group because of what they're capable yeah. of doing. I will say that because each one of these young men works their tail off and they care about each other. They do it the right way and they want to continue to get better and the confidence is growing and they also know the work that is being put in i, I said it to them the other day the words are one thing but work is a whole different story you got to be able to put the work in yeah. when, when you're when you're constructing this thing how much are you thinking about you know i know everybody wants to win a championship but we've seen teams get good and some teams aren't built for like that playoff life but it seems like this team is almost specifically designed Right. for the postseason, for DN up and Eastern Conference Finals and like that that kind of makeup. Was that at all factored in? Or are you just like, hey, this is a winning style of basketball, so we're going to play that? Or are you thinking, I got to get guys ready for a level that they don't even know what's coming yet? You're, you're constantly building. You're constantly trying to put them in positions where they, they know what they're capable of doing. And you, you look at the way the roster is constructed and you say, okay, we have size, we have physicality, we have guys that can attack the basket, we have guys that can sit down and guard multiple positions. So it's just helping them understand what they are capable of. And then you look at the group and each guy on this roster has been part of some winning somewhere. And they so they understand what it, that takes. And I'll go back to it, like the ability to do it by committee, because you have a bunch of guys that understand what it takes in their own role to the team. Sounds like strength in numbers, Marcus. Strength in numbers. Yeah, y'all need a brand this thing though. We need some, you know what I'm saying? A little bit more hood no. to Steve Kerr's though. You know, we represent right, right. <laughs> We're doing it by committee, I can tell you that. <laughs> The guys know it. We are like we. How about we deep out here? There we go. That's it. There you go. We, we deep, deep out cheer. There we go. That's it. Man. <laughs> Orlando not ready for it. I'm ready for that. I'm a marketing oh, genius, man. baby. Let's go. Oh <laughs> man, let me. I wanted. One of the numbers I love numbers with you guys is I think you know everybody make looks at the the kind of difference between offensive rating and defensive rating but the number i don't think people look at is that y'all are number one in free throw rate number one in the league in free throw rate and i wonder like is that again intentional is it just hey paolo and franz can get to the rim and they're going to draw a lot of fouls and we're just gonna we're just going to lean into that you know because it lets you set up your defense right without a doubt and then you got you have to go back to the reality of what does your roster look like? like yeah. 
what do you have? What are you capable of doing? You have guys that are six nine, six ten, can handle the basketball, can get to the basket. Um, you know, they can punish mismatches. So you use that to your advantage. Why would you not use what you have to your advantage versus trying to be like everyone else? We're going to be the best version of us. And that's defensive side of the floor. We're going to do that at a high clip night in and night out because defense travels. It doesn't matter if you're making or missing shots. We have to be able to sit down and guard, which allows us to get back to the offensive side of the floor. Yeah. Did you look at the uh, – you see the in-season tournament as like a maybe a grooming a bit or – I don't know how, how y'all are going to take it. I thought it was – I think it's great. I really do. I think it's so good for – Yes, because y'all plus 22 in point differential. I see what you're doing. No, I'm, I, still, I still think it's great. Regardless, I think the, level, the competition, the guys looking at the different floors, seeing it, talking – because everybody talks. Every, amongst yeah. the peers, everybody's talking. So they're like, hey, what are you guys – what's your number? What do you got to do? Uh, what you got to win by four? You got to win by oh, six. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's yeah. real. Like and so these guys are talking about it. So, so it creates a, a great excitement for these guys. Okay. Okay. And then I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of guys are talking about. Okay, the trophy and the five hundred. Like the five hundred. The five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Five hundred does matter. It does break through the noise a little bit. It does. It does. I yeah. mean, the fact okay. that you can you can say I got a trophy in the middle of the season that that helps propel you, and you're like, oh, I got some change in my pocket. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, listen, them dudes, like, it's dudes with $100 million contracts, like, hey, man, I want that 500 Like, yeah, I'm like, no, what? No, they're competitive. Like, they're competitive. Nah, they, I get it. 500 get is 500 it. right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't care who you are. Yeah. You get a $500,000 check. That means something. <laughs> right, right, right. What you going to do with your share, coach? <laughs> oh, y'all get it too? Oh, hell, they get a, they get a little, little slice. Man, y'all better get something, huh? Or, hey, hey, if, if, you need they, they need to kick in to you. That's what the no, whole team. You know, the, the reality is, you take care of the people around us. The people that you know may not get that same amount. You take care of the people that have continued to help build this thing the right way. That's the important yeah. piece. Yeah, that's that's good, man. I hope that I hope that everybody does that league wide because that yep. would be that's that would point, be yeah. to me that would make sense. That would be like okay, at least right. at least some people that you know the guy to get that rebounds every night, yeah. you know, and, and don't say nothing. Gets that's, a little, little extra. Everybody's involved in this. That's like yeah. it's hard. As long as the NBA season is as hard as it can get, it's the reality that everybody plays a part. I mean, from from the the performance staff to the equipment manager to the to the guys wiping the floor at yeah. at, at, at at Amway, like that plays a big part in everybody's success. Especially like. This will be Christmas time. Y'all gonna be in Vegas holding the cup. You know what, you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, that's a nice Christmas bonus. You feel me? Like, yeah, I'm with you. Hey, I'm Marcus, with you hey Marcus, you are funny, man. You gotta get on. Man, you know everybody at the win. Like, yeah, come on in, fellas. Come on in. <laughs> I, I think it's great. For, it's great for the game. I, I, I really do, man. And the fan, you know, the fan support has been fantastic. Our fans are incredible. All right, coach. Let me let's let, let let's get you out of here, man. On this, like, I know it's it's great to be. I mean, look, attention, and I, I know all of us idiots come jumping into your life at this point. Um, but I just wonder, like, what do you tell the guys about handling the success that they've had so far? So I talked about this early on in our season because we had been up every at halftime for the most part of our games, and then teams would yeah. start crawling back. And so it was a small glimpse into the window of how do you handle success? 
right? Because now that you are up at halftime, teams are going to come gunning for you. So you have to reset and do the things that got you the level of success. So to bump into the example of being with a, a good record right now, okay, teams are looking at you a little differently. They're coming for you. So you have to do the things that got you that level of success and do it with a higher sense of attention to detail. And so that's what we've told them. Like, you don't have to be and do anything extra different. You do what got you there, but you have to pay attention to the details in that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just love this, like, new crop of young, like, head coaches who right. are, like, be in the league for, like, that's the right. next 20 years. Like, y'all, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, we didn't get ask you about JB. Like, I know that's your guy. JB's that's your guy. guy. That's my yeah. guy. Yeah, and I'm happy for him and the success they're having. It's great, man. It's great. The coaching coaching group is 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 fantastic. I mean, and and the great part about it is, and you know, this hasn't always been that for you. The ability we can all lean on each other. Yeah, lean on each other, and and when things are going amazing, and and when you're trying to figure things out, and when you're building, growing, like you can all lean on each other, which is great. All right, send send West Junior some some love and advice. <laughs> he need yeah. it right now. <laughs> I can see him tomorrow, so I'll be able to have a sit down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. You got that. You got yeah, that okay. baseball series with them, right? Yeah, yeah. we got them yeah. twice. We got them twice. Yeah. 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 No, they're they're about they're about three they're about three years behind where y'all where y'all are now. You know, they're just starting it, so it's it's a process, but it's, they'll get there. I think growing. It's 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 about how you know getting guys better, continue to grow, and that's what you. You do that no matter, I think, what your record is, because that's our job as coaches. Well, we're we coming now for you. We bring in yeah, drama, right? <laughs> all kinds of stuff. We're about to make this thing hard. You know how we do. Media coming. We're about to start showing up. Right. Just parachuting into town yeah, trying to start right. some trouble. He <laughs> ain't called all of a sudden. Hey, can I get you on? I'm like, yeah, you ain't called me in three years. You know, yeah. I know. He'll say, here we go. Here we pretend. go. And so it begins, right? Like, right. No, right. Good. no, you always reached out. So I, I, I appreciate you there, honestly. Like, you've always course, been able to course, just hit Jamal. me up on the side to say, always, just always. So I appreciate you. Yes, of course. I'm just happy for you, man. All right, y'all, leave that five star review on Apple, school, uh, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get this fine American podcast. Leave the five stars and markets. If they can't leave five, what they need to do. Keep it to yourself, you haters. We're going to make you have to score against the Orlando Magic, which you ain't going to be able to help. Oh, man. (laughs) All goes strong the week. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Got another tarantula over there. (laughs) So they some bullies, man. (laughs) They some bullies. No shirts, sweat all on you. You know what I'm saying? Get that stink all over you. Orlando Magic.